Welcome to Podcast Foodcast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. Hey, everybody. I'm Steven. And on this show, each week we go to a different fast food location. We try something from there. We talk about it. We review it. We discuss. This week, we went somewhere we've never been before to try some all new food. Never before seen. You'll pro- you've probably never heard of this place. Never before heard. Uh, we went to Jersey Mike Subs. Now, I want to start with a fun fact right out of the gate. Okay, damn. Jersey Mike Subs is the name of the restaurant. That yeah. is not the name of the business. They do business as Jersey Mike Subs. The name of the business is oh. a sub above LLC. That's kind of hard. And they do business as Jersey Mike Subs. That's sick. Okay. A sub yeah, above would also be a great name for a sandwich shop. That's true. That's Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. So this week we went to Jersey Mike's. We've done uh, Jimmy John's in the past. So we've done a sandwich place. Correct. Uh, in the past where you can customize your own order and have it your way. But... They do have some default sandwiches that you can choose from to start as a base. Mm. And yes. we went with our we went with our orders that we would have gotten today, right? What we were in the mood for. Yeah. So today I went with the number eight, the club sub, which is a very classic Ryan order. True. So I went I went full default. So this is a turkey ham provolone, applewood smoked bacon and mayo sandwich. Their description reads, this is the kind of club you want to belong to. Our applewood smoked bacon, sizzled to perfection, is nestled on top of a foundation of turkey, ham, and provolone topped with mayo. Get it Mike's way for unbelievable flavor. Welcome to the club. Sam, wow. That's, that's great copy. They did great work there. Right, yeah. so, so what did you get today? I got the number seven, the turkey and provolone. Uh, I did alter it a little bit, and we'll get into that and you know when we break it down. Uh, but their description for it was a turkey sub. Our turkey sub is one of our most popular sandwiches. Our zero additives, 99% fat, free turkey breast, and provolone is bursting with flavor. Get a giant, and don't forget to share. Classy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think you should get into your customizations now. What did you get on this thing? I will just now. I'm going to pull it up. So by default, I only changed the toppings. Uh, by default, it comes with onions, lettuce, tomato, red wine vinegar, olive, an olive oil blend, oregano, and salt. Um, and I went in, I added bacon, and I subbed out the olive oil uh, vinegar and oregano, and I added mayo and honey mustard. And that was my order. Cool. Uh, so the default toppings on mine, you know, I mentioned most of them, but mine were onions, lettuce, tomatoes. Red wine, vinegar, olive oil, blend, oregano, salt, bacon, mayo. I left that all on there. Yeah. Cool. So I went with the club. I was looking at the menu. I hadn't had their club before. It sounded good to me. I was kind of in the mood for, you know, when we Ooh. did, when we did Jersey Mike, I'm sorry, when we did Jimmy John's rather, I went with the BLT. That's what I was Ooh. feeling that day. This time, went with a pretty similar one, except this had turkey and uh, ham on it. Correct. Now, you usually go club. I yeah. have some inside info as to why you didn't. Uh, would you like to share that with everyone? I'll just share really quick. And I, I think I've mentioned this in the Jimmy John's episode. 
because I get their club, uh, their club Lulu. It's a little bit different than the standard club here. Uh, mostly because I don't really like cold cut ham that much anymore. I, I feel like I used to like it more when I was a, a little younger. But I, I just don't like the two meats. Um, I guess three meats three in this meats. case, with the bacon as well. But yeah, I'm looking at the two, the two cold cut meats here, the turkey and the ham. And I don't need the ham. Uh, I probably could, I probably could have just gotten the club sub, subbed out the ham. Same kind of thing. It is also, for the most part, two meats. I feel like when you do ham and bacon, I mean, it's, it's, it's double pork. It, that doesn't yeah. register the same way to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I like the bacon, I like the crispiness of the bacon. I don't really like the ham, and, and it's it's a little sweeter usually. I just don't, I don't need the ham. So I, I usually, some people places, their clubs don't have two meats, some of the usually just turkey, like Jimmy John's. But uh, in this case, I saw the clubs, so I immediately gravitated towards it. Saw the ham, said, no thanks. Saw turkey provolone. Said, yes please. I'll throw it out there, the ham, not sweet on this one. That's not the style. Oh, okay, it's all, it's all like a honey ham. No, it's not a honey ham. And this, it, uh, it, despite being, you know, an apple with smoked bacon, that no like weird sweetness there. I, a, a nice savory sub. Okay, maybe I should try that next time because the bacon was definitely good and not overly flavored, which you know, apple with smoke does sometimes scare me. I want to get right into this. This is my go-to fast food sub. Uh. Jersey uh-huh. Jersey Mike's that is. This one doesn't miss. I've never had a miss from Jersey Mike's. Okay. I think that they fire on all cylinders. This is high quality meats. They do the slicing right in front of you. That's what they're known for. That's true. That is true. Danny DeVito will tell you that. They do the slicing right in front of you. It's high quality deli meats. That's where you start. The bulk of the sandwich. It starts with the high quality deli meats. Mm-hmm. Fresh veg. They're not mm-hmm. messing with you. This is fresh veg. And it was delicious. Lettuce and tomato on top of this thing. Nice fresh veg. I find that Jersey Mike's is like peak layered and leveled sandwich. It gets the proportions just right. Ooh, I don't. Okay. Gets the proportions okay. just right. They have a very balanced Sammy every time I get it. Nice crisp lettuce with the meats. And then they bring it all home with perfect fast food sub bread. A nice chew. But once you get into it, soft. And it all just comes together. A delicious sub. This club sub that I had was no different. This was a winning sandwich. And for my money, this is the best sub that you can get. Damn. From any of its competitors, which we will get into... Later, we'll get into the full menu of Jersey Mike's and we'll get into its competitors. But for now, I will say this is the peak for me. I don't think you can do better than this. We're, we're, we're going to get into a testy era of this podcast where I don't know if we're going to be seeing eye to eye every episode anymore. Like ever again. To. Ever again. Maybe ever again. <laughs> uh, I, I want to start by saying this is a good sandwich. And I, I, I did enjoy my sandwich today. Um, that being said, you know, I was... I was struggling to not butt in on what you were saying because I think it's a crack of shit. No, no, no. There's one thing I just, nice. I just, I just. Nice. <laughs> all right, man. There's one thing I just, I don't agree with. I can't agree with. But I can see why somebody would like it. How about that? I can see the appeal. It's just not what I look for. I can see somebody with a piece of shit palate <laughs> would think. <laughs> 
But I, I want I want to start. I wanted to say I don't think that the pictures, at least not on their website, do it justice as to what my biggest complaint with the sandwich is, which is that I think that the layer of meat is too thick. There's too much meat. Too I really thick. Do. I really do. I've never heard someone complain about that with, <laughs> with the sandwich place. Everybody always complains it's too thin at Subway and stuff like that. Too thin. I'd rather I, I'd rather have less meat. What? I, I know. Maybe I'm just weird. Because you are right. It is what you get way less at Subway, at Jimmy John's, at other places. <laughs> Okay. And I know I'm okay. insane. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just I was I was surprised. I guess to see yeah. You know what? This is going. this is my criticism, and if you take it as a positive, that's fine. You get a lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> for I know all, that sounds. For all the things that I thought you were going to say, that was not one of them. I did not expect you to take the. They put too much meat on it. Because and here, you know, this is a me thing, and everything I'm going to say is is probably only applies to me. I'm the only person on earth. Of course, I mean, this is this is your perspective. You're yeah. reviewing the sandwich, right? And this is so specific. When you take a cold cut meat and it's uh, it's cold and it's slimy, it's a little wet, and you really pack it on and layer it. I don't like, and the, and then you combine that with sauces and lettuce and a tomato on it. A sandwich. I don't. I don't like the texture that that creates. <laughs> it's cold and wet in a way that I just, even the bacon, the hot bacon, isn't enough to counterbalance it. When you take deli meats and you stack them on top of each other, and then you put toppings on them <laughs> and you put it between two pieces of bread, what you've created is a sandwich. <laughs> it creates a texture and a, and a whole ecosystem in my mouth that I just don't like all that much. It's just too much meat for me. Okay. Uh, I know that's that. That's crazy. And I will say that is, I it's a plus for this place because if I was ever in the mood for that, which I could be and I have been, that would be a positive, right? Obviously, you can't ask for meat, more meat at Subway. They'll ask you to leave, right? But you don't need to do that at Jersey Mike's because they give you a lot. Uh, it, it doesn't really show up in the pictures on their website, like I said. But I, I, I you know, I, I, I really do feel like there's a, there's a lot more meat on this sandwich than your average sub from other chains. It was surprising to hear you say it. I don't like what I like if if that's your pre- preference, that's your preference. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I completely get it. Yeah. And I do see what you're saying with the pictures versus reality, because like I was saying t- to me, Jersey Mike's gets the levels right. And yeah, yeah, it is more meat than any of its competitors. And did I slice right in front of you? I don't know if I mentioned <laughs> yeah, that. That's true. <laughs> Uh, and that's definitely that, that much more common opinion. People want more meat. For me, it's especially with cold cuts, which is why I'm kind of interested when we get into the bigger menu. Uh, I might, I might need to try something new next time. Mm. Cause there's a whole other half of the menu that I've never been, I've never experienced, uh, that I might like a lot more. Because I will say, the vegetables, good. The bread is good. It's not as good as Jimmy John's, but it's good. <laughs> uh, the sauces were good. The honey mustard, also not as good as Subway's, but it is good. Yeah, the toppings are good. It's just, well, the toppings, they're almost outweighed by the meat. You start to lose me a little bit. And then and, and that's just me. That's where that's where this sandwich loses its point. That's why it's not my go-to. Because I do think that the rest of it is really good. I think it's it's definitely, it might be. Well, I, I think just in terms of all-around quality, it's, it's one of, if not the best, fast food chain sub. Just because everything is good, right? A lot of other places, you have aspects that are just not good at all. Mm-hmm. You'll avoid completely. Because the meat itself, you know, as I'm complaining about it, it is good. 
it's 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 of a high quality. It's just the portion. Maybe you could ask for a less. It is all a heavier weight kind of thing. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe if you did that the next time you went, you'd feel differently. No, I get you. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, what you're saying is, all in all, it doesn't come together as the type of sandwich that you would want to get. But the part, the parts are good. Yeah, yeah. Like, by breaking down my components, it is good. It's the portions I have a problem with, and I. But I do understand why a majority of people would like this sandwich, including you. I understand. A, a huge meathead. <laughs> Big old meat boy over here. <laughs> Just slather it all on there. Just give me that stack of meat. Yeah, how 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 about we talk a little bit about the menu? Yeah. I I have dabbled across this menu in my time. Dab. Yeah. So we as we said, they're numbered, right? You got the number seven, I got the number eight. Now, can you explain to me why on their menu they're completely out of order? <laughs> I think this is because of popularity. Really? Mm, maybe not. <laughs> I kind of believe... I don't believe you. You don't believe I you. almost believed you, but I see the veggie as number three, and there's no way just because of the, the very basic ingredients. No, but think about that. Like, the veggie I being guess. the third most popular one, because anybody that's not eating meat is ordering that one if they're going to order one of these, I guess. But how is the BLT the fourth least popular? I don't know. Anyway, the number I, one is yeah. the BLT. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would assume that the numbering is based on when they added them to the menu. That makes sense. Yeah, because as we get higher, they get more a little more specific. The BLT is one of the sandwiches that I've had. It's it's quite good. I've had. Uh, well, I'll just say this: we're looking at the cold subs right now. They do cold subs. They do hot subs. Yeah. I've had the number one, and I've had the number two. The number two is the Jersey Shore's favorite, which is a provolone ham and capicola sandwich. I've had both That's of them. Those are those are very tasty. You ever been to Jersey Shore? Can't say that I have. Okay. Have you? No, but personally, before I ever had, I wouldn't have the sandwich, so I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I've never... What kind, of ga- what kind of game you're playing? I've never even seen the reality television show, The Jersey Shore. Uh, I watched every episode of that. Uh, My favorite character is Snooky. I was—that's uh, the only one I knew. And I was no, say. there's the other one. What was like? What was the other guy's name? Paulie D. That was the other guy. Uh yeah. That was the breakout character. Yeah. Character, real human people, I guess. Well, in some ways, theoretically. How about this? There, there are a lot of uh, a lot of these thirteen of them on this. I'm sorry, fourteen of them. <laughs> They're out of order. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, which ones of these stand out to you? Which ones would you like to to point out? I don't know if we need to go over all of them, but a lot of basic stuff. I like that the number four is called the number four. Me too. That's funny. Uh, I'm not going to try to say it, those meats. Provolone. I don't know what the first one. But Provolone. Yeah. Provolone. And. Pr- uh, prosciutto. Prosciutto. That's how you spell that? No, I, that's spelled differently, but that's what the meat is, is like prosciutto oh. and okay. capicola. That's not yeah. how you pronounce how that... Pr- prosciutini. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, some of these, a lot of roast beef on places I don't want them to be. What? Roast beef good. I just said, I just said that because I was looking at the Club Supreme. I don't like roast beef. Gross, gross, gross. 
Roast beef is but a good, yum. A good variety and a good amount of options. I like having a turkey and provolone as an option. I, I did appreciate that. You don't always see stuff like that, so. Yeah, there are a lot here, like 14, like we said. Yeah, there's roast beef, there's veg, there's uh, tuna fish. Like, you've got the full array here. Yeah. Now the hot subs. Now this is what I was kind of alluding to about. Maybe I should try one of these and see how I feel about that. The numbering is kind of all over the place. I don't know where else the the numbers went. (laughs) I I think they will remove items from there. Like, they'll add new Uh, ones and then rotate them out. I see. Okay. I've had three of these because I've got so there's quite ten, a bit. 12 of these, right? 12. Yeah, there's 12 yeah. of them. These are all cheesesteaks. Some are some variation thereon, right? Just realized that. Yeah, they are. Right. Like the base is a cheesesteak. So, yeah, you have the Mike's famous Philly, which is onions, peppers, white American cheese and steak. The Chipotle cheesesteak, which is that, but with Chipotle mayo and yeah no just with chipotle mayo then there's the big kahuna cheesesteak which is those with jalapenos and mushrooms yeah. i've had all three of those all three very good they do a hot sub really well and they do right by these cheesesteaks nice. but you can get these without steaks so right do you want to tell people about what all these other subs have going on yeah there's some there's some chicken cheesesteaks on here there's like a chipotle chicken uh, yeah, they're all just with chicken, right? Yeah. But there's some a more. Buffalo, a buffalo chicken. Right, so you can do either normal chicken, you can get you can get the Chipotle or Big uh, Kahuna variants, like I mentioned with the steak. The numbers are freaking me out here. I gotta just start ignoring them. Just ignore those numbers. Those numbers, as we said, I don't think are hyper-relevant to the sandwich. There's a bacon ranch chicken cheesesteak. I kind of want to try that. It's, that sounds good. Sounds a little interesting. Mm-hmm. California chicken cheesesteak. That one even that sounds more on my alley, actually. Hmm. Uh, does that have like avocado on it or something? Lettuce, tomato, mayo, white American cheese. Not available in all locations. Hmm. Interesting. And then. And then is this this big flashing new thing on my screen? Well, there's three of them. Grilled portobello mushroom and swish. So there's portobello cheesesteak, chicken cheesesteak. Wherein the portobellos have replaced the steak, but then, like you just said, yeah, then you can also yeah, there's get a chicken one. Then you can well, you can also get steak. So you can get steak with the mushrooms. You can get chicken with the mushrooms, or you can just get the mushrooms as the main component. Yeah, lots of options. Yeah, and so you've had these. I've had the famous Philly, the Chipotle, and the Big Kahuna at various times. I've tried all three. Uh. I like the big kahuna the most with the jalapenos on them. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just want a standard Philly cheesesteak, the Mike's Famous is pretty good. The Chipotle one, I guess, is the one that I feel like gets left out a little bit. Uh, I do remember having it, and I do remember the sauce. I actually think this is the one that I had had most recently before we got uh, our club and turkey and provolone here today. And it was good. I just think that it slips through the cracks a little bit if you want a more of a standard than the mike's famous if you want something a little spicy i think the big kahuna is the way to go yeah uh they also do a kid's meal yep they do lots of your standard you know sub sub shop um sides chips fountain drinks cookies they do a brownie 
a stubborn soda. You ever had that before? No, but the the branding kind of jumped out to me. It looks like looks like a little a little classy little soda. It looks almost like a beer. Mm-hmm. Gatorade. Celsius. Have we ever talked Gatorade on the show? Probably not. Do you have a favorite Gatorade? Yes. Really? Yes. What is it? I have a top two. Okay. I go number one, orange. Number two, lemon lime. Uh, That's my top two. I can flip those depending uh, on the day. I can flip those no, depending no, no, on the no, day. No, no. Those are my favorites. Number one, red. Yeah. That's that tastes too sugary. That's fruit punch, right? I get the yes. zero sugar one. I that opt gross. for the zero sugar one. Yeah, I like the G too. Um I think that's half sugar actually, but I get those the old people ones. And uh the pink. Pink pink lemonade, pink. Pink. Awesome. Love using pink Gatorade. They do pink Gatorade? Yeah, it's some new gen, you know, zoomer stuff, but yeah. I've never even I've never seen that before. What but of the classic what flavor is it? It's like a pink lemonade. Uh strawberry lemonade is what I'm seeing here. Okay. I'm I just clicked on the image (laughs) that before you said it. Are you getting the G Zero variant? That's I think I think I usually get G Zero. Oh, that's that's Barry. The pink G Zero is Oh no no I I, yeah, no I was talking about the red one. I I haven't gotten it. I a pink gator in years. Oh. That was in my youth, so I was drinking the sugar one. I see. I don't... It doesn't... It makes me feel nauseous, drinking the sugar Gatorades. It makes me feel better. It fills me with electrolytes. You get the electrolytes in the other one, you just don't get the sugar. Yeah, but I need the electrolytes plus getting a little wired. I don't need that. It makes my mouth not feel good. Uh, I don't drink Gatorade very often. I probably the last time I drank Gatorade was probably the last time I was sick. So it hits when you're sick, though. It does. It does. So were yeah. you reacting poorly to both of my choices, or just the lemon lime? Lemon lime is not good, but I have a vivid memory of getting that when I was I was planning on doing sports outside, and then I drank it, and it made me want to throw up. <laughs> I was probably eleven years old. I really like the orange. I'm always surprised. It is a very common opinion where people are like lemon lime or bust. Like that's the only I know. One. That's crazy. It's very common. I might I might like it more if I tried it today. Yeah. The lemon lime is but, like um, the OG, right? That's the that was their first flavor. Yeah. Uh orange is good. Uh, purple's good. I'm not a grape guy. Yeah. I I usually am not, but I think that the the Gatorade's good. Especially because it's not like a strong grape. It's like a lighter purple. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know there's a difference. Let's find out. Well, I'm pulling up Gatorade flavors. We're taking a detour here. <laughs> it's not. It's not even grape. Oh, well, oh, I see. There, There's two. There is like a deeper purple that is a grape. And then there's a lighter purple that's a rain berry. Is that the one you were talking about? I think so. That's like the- a... Re- yeah. Rainberry is the light purple. The deeper purple is grape. Yeah. I'm seeing it here as Riptide Rush. Is that a different flavor? Um, I don't know. I've Googled a purple Gatorade and I don't see Riptide Rush on it. Oh, I, I, I found one. Maybe that's uh-huh. a different territory thing. 
I've definitely heard that flavor before. I don't know. In any case. One of the uncommon flavors of the Frost series. It's a mixed berry with a hint of grape. It's a a periwinkle. I believe you, these ones that are not just straight grape flavors are probably pretty good, and I would probably like those. But yeah, uh, Yeah. I'm not a fan of artificial grape flavor. I, I never go for that. Yeah, I prefer I prefer a artificial orange, strawberry, anything like that. Yeah, and I like a fruit punch. That's why I like the red. Like what you were describing is like a nauseous feeling. Like that, I get that from a fruit punch flavor. That gives me a head swirly feeling. Don't need the get the no sugar. Take out the sugar. Water it down a little bit. I can't. I'm I'm, not, I'm gonna drink a, a zero sugar Gatorade. Why am I even drinking the <laughs> the dumb drink in the first place then? Because you like it. You get the electrolytes. What are you not understanding? <laughs> I don't understand. Um. Uh, a little bit of lost media in the picture of Jersey Mike's. We've got the old Pepsi logo and a Sierra Mist. Which is like a canceled soda. Gone. They canceled so they canceled it? It's just a little interesting. Yeah, replaced with Starry, so it's completely gone from the world. You know, I work at a grocery store and every time I, I hear about stuff like that way before it happens, I'm really tapped into the soda and the snack market. Mm. Uh I always think to myself, I should just get a bottle and put it in my closet. And I never do. <laughs> of Sierra Mist. Oh, Sierra Mist, when that, I knew that that was getting canned. Yeah. Uh, uncanned, sorry. <laughs> and uh, Pepsi, when I knew they were changing logos, I was like, I don't know, I should. And I never do. Damn. A lot of regrets I have, so. Imagine what you would be doing with that can of soda right now if you had one. I would I would pull it out right now and look at it and be like, huh, that's pretty cool. Dude, you could have. I'm really sad now. You could have done the biggest episode of fork soda reviews ever if you pulled out a can of sierra mist right now that would get millions of views that is true fork soda reviews come back soon oh cool all the fans all the double fans now uh yeah i saw sprite uh winter spice cranberry is back so i'm gonna get that soon so drink it i'm sure there will be uh hundreds thousands of lebron james sound clips in that video yeah (laughs) so everybody can look forward to that Right, do you want to talk about a little bit about Jersey Mike's and its context within the greater sandwich shop pantheon? I would love to, dude. So, you know, this is Jersey Mike's apostrophe. Yes, who's Jersey Mike? Who is he? In 1971, at age 14, Pete Cancro of Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey, took a part-time job at Mike's Submarines, a neighborhood sandwich shop in the adjacent borough of Point Pleasant. At 1009 Trenton Avenue. Just if, Trenton. If you just wanted the exact address. The shop went up for sale. He bought it. Jersey Mike's. There you go. It was a one-off shop yeah. called Mike's Sandwiches. Mike's Submarines. Guy bought it. It was in New Jersey. Turned it into Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Uh, and almost... uh, he's owned, he owns and runs it still today. Almost 2,000 locations. Pretty big expansion. They started, they began franchising in 1987, and they had 750 by 2014. But now here we are. As of 2020, they have uh, roughly 2,000 2000 locations. That's a nice little success story. Now, they don't have quite as many locations as, say, Jimmy John's. L. 
Not that far off. Now Subway's a whole other beast. Yeah, but we didn't even get to them yet. But Jimmy John's is a bit of a wider footprint. 2,700 locations for old Jimmy John. Yeah. But more locations than Panera Bread at 1,900. Damn, that's that's shocking. It is. I gotta say. Well, well what do you think has more or less? I would have guessed that Panera has the most of all of these. Interesting. Yeah. Because it's America's go-to spot to break up with a significant other? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or to uh, let a child know that their pet has died? <laughs> or to get their drink. They Panera talked really quick. They've got a charged up lemonade. And I just I found out today on my TikTok. Oh, I actually found this out from a, a man at the grocery store who was talking to me about this. Um, those great are, guy. Those are two wildly different places to have heard this. Well, he told me he saw it in the news, and then later I saw it on TikTok, and I was like, oh, that was true. I believed him, but uh, they've got their charged up lemonade, which has an inconceivable amount of caffeine. It's got like 390 milligrams, which for context, I think the most I've ever seen in, in, in a canned energy drink is 300. So it's, it's, a, it's a pretty nutty amount. Mm-hmm. And a girl drank it and died. She, she's and her parents are suing saying that it w- wasn't clearly advertised pretty crazy stuff i hate when that happens yeah me too <laughs> when you get a drink from panera bread and die <laughs> that's crazy that's very sad rest in peace that is sad that is sad to that to that um woman. That's but i sad. i've always been very well the second i found out how much caffeine was in that drink i've been very against it also it's so bad it gave me the worst heartburn I think I've ever had. Wait, you got it? I had this like three years ago. Three years ago? Wait, it's been around for that long? It's been around for a long time, yeah. It was around at least since I uh, I was last in high school, so like three years ago. Because I, I got it when I was in high school, I remember that. Are they, still, are they still selling it? No, this is like just happening. I think they're going to get rid of it. I got you got to imagine. No, it's still, it's still on the menu. I think like they're in the process of getting rid of it. That would be my <laughs> assumption. I would hope. I killed a person. Um, it's it's a it's a crazy thing. It's two hundred and sixty uh, milligrams of caffeine. I think there's sizes, right? Oh, so you can get a bigger one. Because oh, I think that the reason you're right, you're right. The reason that it's messed up is because like they like compare it to like amount in their coffee. But they don't explain that that changes depending on the size, and they'll sell you a really big lemonade. A, l- a large is three hundred and ninety. Yeah, and like they're not like like if you if you get that because like oh it's lemonade, and also the flavors are nasty because like strawberry good strawberry lemon mint. Okay, guys. So for for reference, their first listed coffee. I know that we're not reviewing Panera Bread on this episode, but this is interesting yeah. information. Uh, the <laughs> first coffee listed on their menu is the Iced Cafe Blend Dark Roast Coffee. For reference, if you get that as a large, that's two hundred and fifty three milligrams of caffeine. So that's uh, how many fluid ounces is that? That's a significant drop from the nearly four hundred that is found in the in the larger uh, lemonade. Yeah. Uh, uh bah, bah, bah. let me see. It's thirty, I believe. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't yeah. know, Ryan. Anyways, this is a messed up beverage, and uh, you shouldn't get this. I, in my opinion, you tell him. 
This this is a fresh story, by the way. This is a day or two. This is two days ago. Yeah, these are both thirty fluid ounces. Anyway, so this is breaking news on the podcast. Well, this this has been breaking news at some point for the podcast, we guess. Yeah, this episode is going to go up a little later, so this will be uh, <laughs> this will be quite old by the time people are here. We it. might have you might have to edit in some well, some editor, you know, quick uh, voiceover to let them know like what's going on. Well. <laughs> You were the one that was trying to date this podcast, so I think that you need to go in and... Okay. I'll, 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 yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. Check the Instagram story. So, like we said, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Panera, all roughly 2,000 places, all all within that range. Subway is at 37,000 number. <laughs> in terms I'm pro- of aren't numbers. they number one? Yes. Or like, yes. Are, are they still number one? Because they, they were... Not, um... Is it McDonald's? Or I was going to say Starbucks. McDonald's is more. It's 40,000 McDonald's. Yeah. Is Starbucks even more than that? Mm, no. No. Uh, Starbucks is 35. So McDonald's is one. Subway two. Starbucks three. But uh, yeah, uh, Star- uh, Subway, very, very aggressive with expansion. Yeah. Franchising. Yes. We've talked about that in the past. But, but of great, some great jokes on community. Good stuff. A character named Subway after the restaurant. Classic joke. Now I gotta say, right, a great uh, smaller local chain at 300 locations, Penn Station. Yeah. I think they do the best hot sub of any of these places. I would definitely agree with that. Penn Station is great for the hot sub. I think that one hot sub, I think this might also be local and smaller. Let me pull it up. Uh, That is good. It's a little different because it's bigger and a little messier uh dave's cosmic subs i haven't been there in a while i think that is local they don't even have a wikipedia page so i'm gonna guess pretty small yeah is this even a chain or is this just like maybe it's not i I know there are several several locations i thought it was a chain i haven't been here in a while i remember being pretty damn Um, good yeah i went like last year it was really good the menu looks very good. Like their their pictures and their like advertising. I like the font that they use. Like the whole thing. Yeah, the restaurants are really cool. I know some of them have writing all over the walls. A lot of cool band posters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, prosciutto spelled the way that you would expect on Dave's Cosmic Sub menu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but Penn Station at three hundred locations. It, it is pretty regional. Sort of to like Ohio, Pennsylvania, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, but they do a really good sub. They do. Yeah. They oh, do. Yeah. They do cheesesteaks, right? They'll do a Reuben, a pizza sub, chicken parm, chicken teriyaki, BLT, Dagwood, with all sorts of stuff on it. They, they're they're a good spot. Yeah, your favorite is uh, still old Jimmy John's, right? My favorite is Jimmy John's. I think they got the best proportions. They got the best bread. They got a good mustard. Not the best mustard in the sub business. That goes that still goes to Subway. Their honey mustard, I know it's probably Ken's or something. But when you get it there on their bread, it's the best. Is it Ken's uh sauce or Ken's dressing? <laughs> Who no the world will never know until I'm, I'm looking it up currently. <laughs> uh I really don't like I, Subway. I, We're gonna review Subway at some point, and I would be shocked if I gave them a positive review. This did happen last time. They changed it several months ago, and the Redditors are pissed. The, just, the, the honey mustard? Knows. 
They changed the honey mustard. I'm actually looking at a, a petition with 841 signatures that says chain back Subway honey mustard. We're going to do Subway, so, and you are shockingly going to give it uh, our first zero. You're going to get the honey mustard and say inedible zero. They changed it back. What the hell? I am passionate about my honey mustard, and this new one completely ruined my sandwich. I've been ordering the same sandwich for 10 plus years, and my Subway experience is now ruined. This new honey mustard tastes like gross, smoky barbecue sauce, and it's disgusting. Change it back. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay, so I think that that <laughs> review that you've just read is going to serve as a great precursor for the review that we're about to give to Jersey Mike's subs. Rye, what sort yeah. of rating are you going to give to Jersey Mike's oh, subs? I don't know, dude. What kind of rating are you going to give to Jersey Mike's subs? Hmm. So you want me to go first? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking, so. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so I'm reviewing the number eight, the club sub. Uh-huh. This is a great sandwich. The club is a is a classic sandwich. I feel like every place has got it. If you're a sub spot, you got to do a club. That's yeah. why I felt like it would be a good sandwich to review for Jersey Mike's. I felt similarly the last time when we did Jimmy John's. I was like, I'm going to get their BLT. Yeah. That's a classic. Classic. How, yeah. yeah. Do you do this right? Jersey Mike's does the club right. This is delicious. It's balanced. Fresh ingredients, great bread, great meat, great proportions. <laughs> uh, but 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 I do say great proportions because I do feel like when I get a sub from another place, I sometimes, especially Subway, you feel like they skimp, right? Yeah. No skimping here. This is my platonic ideal of a sub from a sandwich place. I'm going to give it the full five Danny DeVitos out of five. Okay. Danny DeVito, you alluded to it earlier, is the mascot, basically. <laughs> he's, yeah. the, he's the spokesman. They're, they're good commercials. They are. They are. They're very good commercials with Danny. Danny's hilarious. Love him. Five Danny yeah. DeVitos out of five. What are you going to give I'm him? going. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, yeah. For everything I said, kind of similar to you. It's good. But for me, it's the meat. It's the proportions on the meat. Uh, I'm kind of between two scores here. I'm going to skew a little bit lower just because. No, I'm not. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I'm gonna, I'm... I only laughed because I was very curious what the next words out of your mouth were going to be. <laughs> I'm going to skew lower because. <laughs> I'm going to skew lower because I don't like, I just don't like the meat all that much. I don't like the amount. It bothers me. And this is my rating. Sometimes I get caught up in like what I think something should be. No, I ate this and I didn't like it. This is a three Danny DeVito out of five sub. Uh, because all the toppings, great. The bread is great. And the meat itself is good. It's just the proportions and what they ended up creating. It was almost, it was a little messy, which is something I, I, I didn't call attention to that when we were reviewing it, but I, I want to bring that up now. Uh, it, it, it was kind of falling apart a little bit. You know, not not the most structural integrity on the sub, which is something that its competitors, I feel like, get right more often than not. Uh, it wasn't a sub that I felt perfectly comfortable just eating right out of the paper, which I can say I definitely do with my Jimmy John's order all of the time. So, for that reason, I'm going to give it a 3 Danny DeVito out of 5 score. Not the worst, but but definitely, it's it's good. It's definitely serviceable, and I would go here again, but not, not my favorite. Three out of five, an above average rating, right? Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned that 
about the structural integrity of this sandwich. I forgot to mention this. It didn't come up earlier. We got these sandwiches together. We sat down to eat them. You and me are sloppy boys. We're a little little bit of a pig pen, a little bit of a mess sometimes. And sometimes when we get fast food, yeah, we're just going to throw the fast food out of it and just hastily eat it out of the paper, out of the bag if we have to, that sort of thing. We sat down. We opened up the sandwiches, figuring out which one was which, which one belonged to each of us. I went and got some napkins. I also grabbed some plates because after I had opened them, I noticed... What I had noticed was uh, like the oils on my sandwich that it was a little it was a little damp in there. So I was like, I'm going to grab some plates, got some plates, handed you one, got one for myself, put the sandwiches on there. I proceeded to eat that sandwich and was very surprised that mine held together. I was expecting it to be a little sloppy. This is this is interesting because I didn't get the oils. Right. I I opted for two sauces, essentially. Mm hmm. And mine, mine kind of, I don't want to, it didn't fall apart completely, it, but I was I getting didn't. into some onions and some lettuce falling off. Some of the sauces kind of dripping off the sides, kind of. Yeah. That, that, and, and it's in the bread sliding apart with the meat. Hmm. That's what I was experiencing. Not like full collapse, but like getting there. It's what I anticipated. It's what I anticipated, right? I preempted it by thinking like, this might be a little sloppier than normal. I'm going to get some plates. Don't want to just eat this off of the, uh, the paper it was wrapped in. And I was surprised it didn't. It's It held together. It kept its integrity. I thought that I got just enough of everything in each bite. I, wow. It's a good sub, guys. It's a good sub. I think it might be my favorite of the subs. Wow. It's Baffling. A, it's a, <laughs> I think it's a good sub. Sandwiches. Love myself a good sandwich. You want to know what uh, Jersey Mike's has over Subway? Hmm. No Jared. Jared is gone and has been gone forever. Never had a Jared forever. That's not. That's not true. They can't erase the past. <laughs> well, you know what to do. Really do. Oh, whoa! I'm asking. Whoa. I, don't, whoa. I, I don't know. Um, you did some really bad stuff. You should read up on that, or don't. Uh, You're fine. I don't think I will. <laughs> well, if you were curious, you were asking about it. That that's true. If you're curious, you can read up on it. It's sad. Oh. Like depressing. Oh. Sorry for bringing it up. It's all right. There was just some dead air, and I was just thinking, remember that? Yeah. Not really. I was really young. Were you? When do you think that happened? (laughs) 2011, I guess. 2015. What? 2015. Really? Yep. Uh, huh. You were 12. That's that's quite young. I just remember hearing about that and being like, who and what and why? You didn't know who Subway Jared was? Like, kind of. Like, not really. Huh. Did you know that he was in Sharknado 2 and 3? No. He was in that episode of Community. Yeah, I knew that. I, I didn't remember that. You didn't mention it. I mean, <laughs> you've been rewatching Community, which is why you had that one on yeah. Retainer. Um, I mean, yeah. That episode only aired in 2014. <laughs> That's crazy. Favorite Community episode? Um, probably Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. What's yours? Uh, Mixology certification. Thanks for asking. Good. Good. Up. 
Yeah, that episode it's Troy's birthday. They go to a bar. He thinks it's his twentieth twentieth birthday. It's actually his twenty first birthday. It's a really funny episode. Yeah. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. They play Dungeons and Dragons in that one. Yeah. The other day I was on TikTok and I saw a deleted scene from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And it's really short. Um but it, it was from the book, and it was always one of my favorite parts from the book. Because Greg and Rally, the two main little boys, are gonna play D and D with Greg's older brother. Roderick. Uh and Roderick. And then Roderick's like says something funny, calls him like nerds and like flips the table. I always liked that part of the book and it was not in the movie. And it's actually a deleted scene from the movie, so I saw it there for the first time. It's really cool. The other day you told me that you think that we should watch Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the movie. And yeah. uh, the other day I was uh, clicking on movies and I opened up Diary of a Wimpy Kid and I watched the first scene from the beginning. Of uh, I just want to see the opening scene. I just want to see. Not a good place to start, I don't think. I don't remember. Okay, though. the first scene of the first movie isn't the place to start. No, but not a good, like, I'm just going to watch this and then, I, and then I'll decide if I'm going to watch the rest of them. I just, no, that wasn't that at all. I just wanted the, I just wanted a vibe check. That was all. I understand. And what do you, what do you think? Do you know what the first shot of Diary of a Wimpy Kid is? Is it the cheese? No. The very first shot of Diary of a Wimpy Kid is of Roderick's face. Really? It's Roderick's face. The movie opens with Roderick jumps on top of Greg's bed. Greg is the titular wimpy kid for those listening yeah. at home. He jumps on top of Greg's bed and he's shaking him and he's like, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's you're late for school. It's your first day. Oh of school. my God. That's a good part from the book. It's the too, first yeah. day of school. And then, and then Greg's like, what? And then like, he starts flying around his room, like trying to change, trying to like, he's like running downstairs. He's like shoving like a toothbrush in his mouth. He runs downstairs. He's throwing, uh, he's thro- throwing, um, uh, cereal into his mouth. He's like going to the refrigerator, dumping milk into it. You know what I mean? And then he starts making noise. He trips over a chair. All of his shit falls all over the place. His parents come running down the stairs. They're like, Greg, what are you doing? He's like, I'm late for school. And they're like, "It's Greg, it's 3 a.m. Also, school starts next week. <laughs> and then this is a great cut. They don't like have him. They don't like shove in needless dialogue. It then cuts to them going upstairs to Roderick's room. Roderick lives lives in the um yeah yeah. What do you call that? The attic. Attic. Um, and he's sound asleep, and he's like, "But I swear," Greg says that. But I swear, and they're like, "Shut up, Greg." You little, you little wimpy kid, and that and they then, used to and, make good movies. And then it cuts to, and then it cuts to Roderick's face. He's eyes closed, little smirk, little smirk on his yeah. face. That was when what I. What happened to us? That and then, do you want to know what the very next cut is? This is where I turned it off. It cuts to huh. some book, Diary of a Wimpy Kid action. Yeah. Then it cuts to some hand drawn Greg yeah. Heffley action. I always really liked that they kept the same style from the books. Yeah, but not for. The live action bits. Yeah. They done cast real people. They done cast Timothy Zahn as dad. Excellent casting, though. What do you think about the casting of Greg Roderick and uh, uh, what's his friend's name? Rowley. Perfect Rally. for all three of them. Greg's a little, I'm a little iffy on. That's the that's what I was getting at. Like, what do you feel, about, a, how do you feel about Greg? That, I don't feel the strongest about Greg. The other two are perfect. Nice. Roderick, that's my Roderick. Roderick showed up earlier this year in... Oppenheimer, one of the big hits of the summer. He did. 
That's pretty cool. Christopher Nolan's a big fan of Roger Rules. <laughs> That's a great TikTok. Yeah. Where somebody asks him about all the casting and he mentions that actor. And Christopher Nolan <laughs> says, yeah, like Roger Rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, dude, why is that kid so wimpy? I don't know, man. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. You'd have to read his diary. That's kind of fucked up that we do that, right? What? Read his diary? Read his diary? Yeah. Why is he publishing his diary? Or is Greg dead? And this is uh, all posthumous. They're releasing his diary. That is in the book. Like, and Basically, he... <laughs> basically, he dreams up that one day... He's writing all this that one day when he's a billionaire. I think it's a millionaire in the book because he's, you know, the times have changed. And he'll be the most famous person on earth and he'll publish his book. Everyone will want to read it. And he'll have a hot wife. Oh, Greg Huffley wants a hot wife? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or does he just assume he'll have one? Have you never read the book, The Third Wheel? No. That's the seventh one? Yeah. What happens? Hard. Yeah, you'd have to read the book, because I don't remember. <laughs> oh. Okay. He's, like, trying to get a girlfriend, I think. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I just don't remember all the context for it. Yeah. Who could? Those are some of the de- densest tomes of our time. Classic memory. Cabin Fever came out. I got it at the book fair. Read it in a day. It's the fastest I've ever read a book in my entire life. Did not put that down. I got home. I did not put it down until I was finished reading it. Any good? Definitely one of my ten favorite books I think of all time. Number one? Probably Roderick Rules. I'm more of a fan of the classics. I, I go Diary of a Wimpy Kid one. Oh, okay. Not You don't like two. Oh, that's too new gen for me. Oh, okay. I've also never read it. I'm basing this off of the opening scene that I watched of the film. Oh, okay. That's, you liked it. Yeah, I think... I think the writing was really top-notch. Okay. What's the what's the writer's name? Jeff Kinney. I'm looking at him right now. What do you think? Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy <laughs> that writes that sort of thing. Yeah, it's kind of messed up because he's like a psychopath in the book, but Jeff has said before that it's like, yeah, it's meant to kind of lose free telling of his childhood. Yeah, it's me. Or just like said that in his childhood. But I, I think he makes him a little more messed up because, like, there's some crazy stuff in there. Right? Are you telling me that when you were reading these as a kid, you weren't reading them and being like, "It like me for real"? No, he's really messed up, dude. <laughs> his best friend breaks his arm, and Greg tells him, "That's the best thing that's ever happened to you," because <laughs> he like gets a bunch of attention. <laughs> I think you were reading him and being like, "I want to be like him. I wish I was like him." He's a wimpy kid. No, you're not supposed to be like him, dude. He doesn't get anything good. Yeah, but he gets into like wacky misadventures. You you want to wish that you were a Roderick? That's how. That's what I wished. Because, because he Roderick ruled. was older and cool, and he ruled. Okay, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, right. Breaking news that will be uh, weeks old by the time this podcast comes out. Uh. Cleveland Browns All-Pro Miles Garrett has purchased a minority stake in the Cleveland Cavaliers. He will also serve as an official Cleveland, or, I'm sorry, Cavaliers brand ambassador. That's cool. Huh. Right, two of your worlds colliding, two of your favorite things, Miles Garrett and the Cavaliers, two of your favorite things. Yes. Yeah. 
I liked when he played in the celebrity game. I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Right. If he had focused instead on basketball instead of professional football, how how good do you think he would have been? <laughs> he is just like one of the best athletes I think I've ever seen. This is a very real question. I think he could have so been like, a great athlete at anything. I think probably pretty good. Um, oh my god, he, well, he's six foot four, two seventy. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like you, like he he spins on the football field. Like he does crazy shit that you would expect on a basketball court. I mean and he does play a lot of basketball he's he's shown up at lots of Cavs practices in the past yeah and stuff like that he definitely really likes basketball I mean would he just be like what if Zion but faster like kind of, yeah what if what if Zion but out of, not out of shape like Zion is like crazy fast for his size and you watch him yeah. and you're just like how is he moving like that but yeah you're right he is famously not like in, like, but he's just such an athlete. He's he's so athletic. Yeah, yeah. that kind of sells him short. He's just oh, he's not as like toned. That's what it is. Like you look at Miles Garrett, he looks massive. You look at Zion, he's a little chubby around the edges. Miles Garrett is a Greek god, <laughs> uh, literally carved out of stone. Yes, Zion is not that, but he would be kind of Zion esque, but faster. Yeah. <laughs> that would That's be crazy. that would be terrifying. Um, I would have liked to have seen that. Uh, one of the things, Rai, that you and me really like is how on the pro football reference, basketball reference, baseball reference, on the reference uh, statistical websites, yeah. they o- they always list some nicknames for all of the players, and they are okay. all garbage because they never relate to I don't know life. where they come from them, yep. <laughs> like where they come from. So I'll say this before I list the Miles Garrett nicknames. His handle on social media sites yeah. is Flash underscore Garrett. Yeah. So and he he does kind of go by that. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, if he has a nickname, it's that. According to Pro Football Reference, his nicknames are Superman or Bigfoot. Okay. I feel like I've heard Superman, but that's just like that's nobody's. Like nobody owns that. Shaq. Cam Newton. Uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah. So like nobody had just has that. Bigfoot. What is his Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Okay, nobody's ever said that. If you met Miles Garrett and you shouted out, hey, Bigfoot, he would not respond to that at all. Or not very well, I don't think. Oh, or yeah, if he realized that you were talking about him, he's like, the fuck? Uh, <laughs> don't call I don't, me they that. Should have to, they should have to put sources on those because like, they have to come from somewhere. They're like some report, like somebody said some point call him that. Some journalist. I guess. Yeah, because it's interesting. This is a site that is maintained and heavily curated, and it's not by submission, right? All of the statistics. You can't can't just go in unedited. No, of course. All of the statistics, all of the, um, like, awards voting, you know, all the standings, like, everything is put on this website. They're, They're very dense. This is why we like them, right? Very good, clean information. But the nicknames, that's just so weird. They feel so random. They don't feel like yeah. they match up with real life ever. Yeah, I don't get that. Okay, so I just went to basketball reference, and I just clicked on... So they have a little section of 12 random players every day. Yeah. Yeah, I just clicked on some. Curious what you think about these. Okay. Trey Lyles. His nickname? Okay. Does, doesn't have a nickname. Yeah, what's his nickname, right? D- just does not have one. Trey Mamba, all one word, intercapped. 
Okay, that might be his. That might be something. Maybe that's his handle. His handle is at Trey Lyles on both Twitter and Instagram. Damn. Okay, so not that. Okay, Brad Doherty, longtime Cavalier, okay. one of the best players in franchise history. Current the tank. Current color commentator. I like that one. That would be a good one. He has two <laughs> nicknames listed. <laughs> Big Dookie. Huh? Big Dookie and Hooch. Okay. What? Those aren't real. Big Dookie and Hooch. <laughs> okay. I need to let people know these are just random players that I, I, I had clicked on. It's like this for everyone. Yeah. And they're this low quality. It's, and what, and it's even like this for like all-time great players that like have nicknames. And I'm glad that I found a great array here because the third one I'm going to pull up is Derek Fisher. He has one uh-huh. nickname listed. Do you have a guess? I have no idea. D-Fish. D-Fish. Right? Okay. That's what people called him. So, like, that's yeah. what we're dealing with here. Is, okay. is that, like, some yeah. are incredibly obvious because, like, like a nickname like D-Fish, that's not a nickname. You know what I mean? It's just his name. Yeah. But yeah. it's just said that way. Yeah. So, the, they have those. So, it's not full random, right? But then <laughs> but then you just get these these ones that you're just like, what are you what are you talking about? Last one. All of the listed nicknames for LeBron James. Yeah, they're insane. There's like one crazy one, right? There's eight listed. Okay. King James. That's the first one listed. Okay. His airiness. (laughs) Well, wait. King James, which is his handle on both Twitter and Instagram. That's like King James has also always been his nickname, right? That's the first one. It's also kind of his name. It is. I well, King. His yeah. nickname is the King, right? Yeah. Next, LBJ. Okay, that's yeah. Well, very common, right? King and LBJ. Yeah. Kind of just his initials, but yeah. Well, it yeah, but the the thing with LeBron yeah. is is that he has a one name nickname, where it's just LeBron, right? Because yeah, you know, people just call him that. So you got King James, LBJ, chosen one. Okay, we're still good here. That's real. Yeah, still good here. He tattooed that on his back when he was a teenager. That's a cool move. Mm, I don't know about that. Next, Bron Bron, still still a thing. It's cutesy. Okay, it's cutesy, but people say that. Okay, yeah, you're losing me a little bit by not just saying Bron Bron, which is also a thing. But like, but yeah. people will say Bron Bron, but yeah, okay, the Little Emperor. <laughs> yeah okay i remember this yeah so that's nothing never heard of that i've been a lebron fan his whole life nope that's not a thing i've been a fan of lebron since he was in high school that's not a thing the akron hammer now maybe that was are you were how big of a high school fan were you <laughs> <laughs> that was not a thing maybe when he was in middle school that was a thing this next one, this is a fun one. This one, next one has some history. Those last two are nuts. L-Train. Yeah. Okay. So that's a deep cut for the fans that know. That is, that is real, yeah. Yeah, it's a real one. So that was Austin Carr, the Cavs uh, color commentator, used to call him the L-Train during his first sit in Cleveland. It was funny. It never caught on. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where some, like, the little emperor comes from. Maybe there was like a Miami color commentator they kept calling him that i don't know and nobody knew because nobody was like people aren't watching the miami commentators all right i really need you to try to explain this last one to me uh-huh 
Benjamin Buckets. <laughs> Is that a riff on Benjamin Button? Why? Yeah, because he's uh well I guess because he's getting because like he keeps getting older, but he's getting better at basketball. Okay, yeah, that's actually a real thing. Did somebody call him Benjamin Buckets recently? He's in age. He's in his uh, tw- uh his twenty first season in the NBA. He's thirty eight years old. Is it because he? But like he he is just getting older though, so it doesn't really work. No, but it's like he's getting younger. He keeps playing better as time goes on. Yeah, is that even true? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. In their uh, in their opener, the Lakers, uh, they had LeBron mic'd up. Okay. Which will continue for until the end of time. Be my favorite thing, and I love hearing it talk about basketball. Mic'd up athletes, specifically mic'd up LeBron. You like that? Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's specifically, I I like when they're when they have them actually like play when they're like talking about basketball. Mm. Like they had him explaining plays to like Davis and stuff like that. That's cool. I love that. That I like that. One of the best LeBron tidbits is when the the Cavs were going against the Raptors. This is like 2017, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, their head coach called out after the game that they were not enjoying themselves. Dwayne Casey was the coach. That they were not enjoying themselves because LeBron was calling out their plays Classic. as they were trying to run them. That He knew what they were yeah. doing before they did it. Uh, he's so good. Yeah. Big LeBron stands on this podcast for those that for those that have not heard us talk hoops before. Mm-hmm. We do we do we do love some LeBron. Always will podcast. be. Always. Yeah. At this point. Oh, so you're. It's still a ta- It's. Go ahead. It's a taboo subject here in Cleveland. Sometimes. Yeah. Totally. I've told people I still like LeBron, and they give me weird looks. That's insane. Which is insane to me, but like I, I don't. Did they miss the whole thing where he won us our first <laughs> championship in sixty years? I guess they just—if you just don't care as much, you just don't care as much. You know, I don't know. That is by far, by far, the number one like sports moment of my lifetime: winning that championship. Yeah. That's not even close. Yeah, I don't even like the drop off from one to two is monumental. Number two might be when we drafted LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah ridiculous uh so uh you'll you'll uh be a fan no matter what even if he uh gets in bed with saudi arabia <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've far gone enough at this point <laughs> right, if saudi arabia came and offered the pod fast food cast a big old check to review <laughs> fast food for them would you take it yeah <laughs> Undoubtedly, there, I, I'm open to any sponsor right now. There's some uh, human rights issues, though, Rye. Uh huh. That's dicey. If we get our podcast edited in China, I would. What <laughs> that happen? And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> we've reached the end of the Jersey show. Mike's is cl- Jersey Mike's is clean though. They're um. See, Subway's Subway has a uh, tab on their Wikipedia. Let me pull it back up. Okay. You go to you okay. You go to Jersey Mike's Subway, or go to Jersey Mike's Wikipedia. You get history, products, advertising. That's it. Subway controversies. There's nine of them. The last one calls for boycott over the Russian invasion of Ukraine, underpaying their workers, soy protein in their chicken products. One is just ingredients. 
And, this is kind of crazy. And that one has lots of like recent updates. Like the ingredients are still yeah. an active threat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's got the classic one here. In 2020, the Supreme Court of Ireland ruled that Subway bread had too high a sugar content to be classified as bread for. And they can you know. kiss my ass. That's bullshit. Whatever. Um. Anyways. Wow. So, Jersey Mike's is clean. Jersey Mike's is a good place. I recommend people go there if you if you like a, a sandwich and you haven't had the old Jersey Mike's before. There are 2,000 of them out there. You should go find one. Yeah. Maybe ask for less uh, meat. I, I would personally, but yeah. That's going to do it. This has been another fantastic episode of the PodFast Foodcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm Steven. He's Ryan. We'll see you next time. See ya.